0: Hey, it's Kim Commando today, your daily podcast to keep you up to date with all things digital and beyond. And I'd love to have you be a part of our podcast. You can make an appointment to speak with me. Just head over to commando.com and on the top right, there's a button that says email Kim. Fill that out and that's it. I always like to kick things off with something that's really interesting. And it actually happened twice over the last month. Tourists outside of Kona, they drove their car right into the harbor after following Google Maps. Like, what's going on with that? Well, a local Hawaiian, he had a good laugh about it all, and he decided, hey, this sounds like a great money-making opportunity. So, Luis de Alba made some T-shirts. I survived the Honakawa Harbor ramp shirts. And he put the GPS coordinates on them just for good measure. And he says they're selling fast, faster than, would you believe, Taylor Swift tickets. All right, maybe not that fast. He started out with about 15 shirts, and now he says, it's just blown up. Five people reached out about the T-shirts in about an hour. Yeah, I don't know if they're exactly blowing up five people in an hour. But anyway, good for him. Absolutely. Hey, speaking of GPS systems, I always thought that it was a missed opportunity. Because instead of just saying, hey, you have reached your destination, what we really should have had on our GPS system is saying, whoop, there it is wouldn't that be so funny hey listen are you ready to up your tech iq because our first-timer listeners we're so thrilled to have you and then for your a loyal listener welcome back because after all i'm kim commando America's beloved digital goddess here with you once again, and is the biggest show, the most awesome show, the most trusted show about all things digital. And you can catch my award-winning show on over 420 leading US radio stations or we're streaming in your favorite radio app. Just search for my list name, Commando. And if you want an ad-free experience, uh, you can get the podcast and webcast over at commando.com. Just hit that big old yellow button in the top right of the homepage. it says commando community. And yes, you heard it right. Commercial free and a big hello and salute goes out to all of our listeners on the American forces network radio, reaching over 375,000 us service members serving in 175 countries. I just love this 200 ships at sea. Get the Kim commando show. And I know that you have a few questions about something digital I can lend a hand to. And that's why our T-Mobile Unlimited listener line is now open at one 825 5254 Now, let me just tell you something. If you need immediate tech support, I want you to reach out to my team of tech experts over at getkimshelp.com. Once again, that's getkimshelp.com. So if you need help with your Wi-Fi, your printer, setting up, maybe a new phone, whatever it is, head over to getkimshelp.com. All righty. every single day I drop by at least 30 different websites to make sure that you and I are both up to date on everything that's happening in the tech universe. And here are five things that you need to know right now. And we're going to start with communist China. Mm, they're not our friend, okay? They spy on our military. They steal our business trade secrets. They're taking over our kids with TikTok. Well, you might remember back in February, we had that big old Chinese spy balloon. It flew just right over our country crazy stuff, collecting sensitive data to send back to China. Well, a new report out this past week, they do believe that the Chinese spy balloon collected video and audio, but luckily none of this was transported back to China. What? Yeah, this is different than what was said back in February because then the US government said that the balloons could transport the data in real time to China. Now the US is unsure if it was a glitch or maybe that our countermeasures actually worked. Also, this balloon was built with American parts, a lot of them. Now, nobody can confirm if any of these American parts were sold illegally, but you've got to wonder what the heck was going on here and how did China get some of our tech? Mm. I know, they stole it, right? Hey, by the way, selling certain items like chips to specific Chinese markets, yeah, that's illegal. And number two on our list of five things is tricky Amazon. So if you've been tricked into signing up for an Amazon Prime account for $140 a year, Guess what? You're not alone. The Federal Trade Commission says Amazon tricked and trapped millions of people into recurring Prime subscriptions, in essence, stealing hundreds of millions of dollars from customers. How did they do this? Well, Amazon created this long and confusing process that derails most cancellations. That's what the FTC says. Pages and pages of confusing offers and deals and distractions to stop you from unsubscribing. Now, Amazon internally called this tactic Iliad. Yeah, named after an ancient Greek poem describing what? You know this, come on. It was in your history class in high school. Yeah, the decades along Trojan War. I know, I hated reading it too. Anyway, Amazon invented the easy to use one-click ordering and they could have made a one-click cancel button too. And the FTC is saying, this is why we're suing you. And of course, Amazon says, oh, we don't know anything about what you're talking about. Uh, number three on our list, you're not that lucky. You may have heard stories about hackers leaving... These sketchy free USB drives all over the place, hoping that some poor sucker's is just going to put it right into their computer and then boom, malware city. Uh, old school, times have changed. It's no longer USBs, it's smartwatches. The U.S. Army's Criminal Investigation Division, the CID, they sent out this massive warning. And any one of you folks that are listening on Armed Forces Radio, you need to hear this and pay attention, that if you get a smartwatch in the mail, uh, don't open it up don't take the watch out don't use it this isn't a gift you weren't that lucky the CID says they're getting numerous reports of servicemen and women getting free unaddressed smartwatches just dropped on their doorstep and guess what probably loaded up with malware and to give some unknown hacker or maybe enemy state VIP pass right into your sensitive system so bottom line here is that if you get a smartwatch in the mail what should you do the CID says uh, don't freak out just do not turn it on we want to report it to counterintelligence And that really goes for everyone. If you just get a smartwatch in the mail, don't think like, oh, this is awesome. I'm so excited. No, don't do that. Uh, Number four on our list is a really serious topic, and I need you to talk to your kids about this. You may remember a while back here on the show, we had uh, South Carolina Representative Brandon Guffey uh, to tell us about a horrific sextortion scam that targeted his 17-year-old son, Gavin. And in case you missed that, woman started to talk to Gavin on Instagram, and then he started sharing intimate pics of himself with her, and then she used these images to blackmail him into sending money. And uh, Gavin committed suicide. Just can't imagine the pain and suffering that family. Um, But parents, you really need to pay attention to this. Snap, of course, the parent company Snapchat, they did a study. They found that two out of three teens are targeted by sextortion scams online. Two out of three, Okay. Uh, 31% of kids surveyed shared explicit content 25% shared private data so you have to have that conversation with your kids and I know it's uncomfortable but they need to know the dangers and they need to know that if something like this happens to them that you're always going to be there to help them out of whatever situation they got themselves into all right moving on to number five on our list Uh, Hacker fares, yeah, they're going viral online. If you tried to book a flight lately, the Wall Street Journal says domestic flight prices are up 2.3% larger than overall inflation. So how can you get a cheaper ticket? Well, there's a workaround. Online, it's called a hacker fare. So here's how it works. Instead of booking a round trip, you book two separate one-way tickets, often with different airlines. Because they say this way, you can snag a better deal. Now, if you want to get even sneakier, there's a technique called hidden city or skip lagging. That's when you book a flight with a labor in a city that you actually want to visit. And then when you get to that city, you just stay. You get off the plane. Now, these little tricks, they aren't exactly airline approved. They aren't illegal, but they do go against the airline's terms of service. So American Airlines and United Airlines, they have penalties and fines for passengers who are pulling these moves. They say that it's revenue stealing and it's deceptive. Oh my gosh, the airlines are saying something's deceptive. Canceling flights, overbooking, isn't deceptive by any stretch of the imagination? Gosh, I don't know how they sleep at night. Hey, speaking of, here's a cute joke that you can tell your friends and family members. Okay, an airliner flew into a violent thunderstorm and was soon swaying and bumping in the sky. One very nervous woman happened to be sitting next to a clergyman and turned to him for comfort. And She said, can't you do something? Can't you do something? And the reverend gently said to her, I'm sorry, ma'am, I can't help. I'm in sales. I'm not in management. Okay, that was cute, wasn't it? All right, coming up, we have the big shakedown. Google versus Startpage versus DuckDuckGo versus Banger. i tell you how they stand up to each other, and also later on how you create free AI designs. And we have all of your great phone calls and you have me, Kim Commando. Hey, our T-Mobile Unlimited listener line is now open at one 825 5254 is the way to join us. And if you're not already getting our free newsletters, oh my gosh, what are you waiting for? Head over to GetKim.com and join over 400,000 folks who get tech smart every single day. Once again, that's GetKim.com. All right, money, you've heard all the sayings. It's the root of all evil. Cash is king, right? I like what my Uncle Pete used to tell me. This is so funny. He was such a great guy. He'd say, Kim, I spent all my money on women and cars and whiskey. And the rest, I just wasted. (laughs) Right. Well, let's talk about money. And we have someone in the house who knows this better than anyone. I'm thrilled to introduce the incredible, she's just amazing, Jean Chatsky. She's the dynamic CEO of hermoney.com and the captivating host of the Her Money podcast, which I was so thrilled to be on recently. Now, her voice and her face has been a constant companion for many of us over the past 25 years as the financial editor of uh, the Today Show with NBC. And not just that, she serves as the financial ambassador for AARP. She's got all these credentials. I mean, I can keep going on and on and on, Okay, Uh, CNN, MSNBC. And she's here today to just flip the script on what we know about money management because she says that financial automation, which may seem like a roll of the dice, you know what I'm talking about with stocks and everything, it's not as risky as we make it out to be. So, Jean, thank you for being here. Uh, let's start at the beginning. So we're all on the same page. What does it mean to automate our finances?
1: It means to let technology actually make sure that they happen for you. And the reason that this is so important is that human beings are basically wired to do the opposite of good things where our money is concerned. We are wired to spend money, not to save it. We are wired to make bad investment decisions. And, and so if we can put some automation in place, and I'm not talking about very fancy Automation, mm-hmm. but if we can use technology to help us make sure that our important money habits stick, then we win,
0: which you know, makes a lot of sense. And I have to tell you this, you know obviously i'm I'm successful. I work my butt off, and I have for all these years. But uh, I'll never forget when I was in college. My dad called me up and he said, and that was at that time when you'd get your grades mailed to the house, right? Not like today, you didn't Mm -hmm. get them online. My dad called me and goes, like, Kim, so like, why an A in computer science? Why an A in physics? Why an A in statistics? Why an A in something else? And I got a D in accounting. Okay. Uh, because my mind just doesn't work. That's why I'm so fascinated every time I talk to you. My money management is zero-based budgeting. We just don't spend money, okay? We just don't Well, and that, spend by the way, that works. That's that's
1: okay. If, if if you can get yourself into that loop, that's fine. But a lot of people, the problem that they have is that they spend more than they make on a regular basis. So they've got credit card debt. The interest rates on that debt are just going higher and higher, They're not putting money into their 401ks and their IRAs and their emergency cushions, which means that when an emergency comes around in the short term, they're not going to have money to handle it. So it goes on the credit card. And In the long term, they're going to be struggling because they're just going to be living on Social Security. And so we've got to get in the middle of those loops. And technology offers us a a really great way to do it, right? And if you just look at 401ks, you see why. 401ks' secret sauce is that they pull the money out of your paycheck before you see it, before you touch it, and before you spend it, Yeah, right? And so if you've got a 401k, then the thing to do is to just lean into that. Make sure that you are maxing out, make sure you're capturing all the matching dollars, make sure the money in your 401k is invested. And we can talk about automating that as well. And if you don't have a 401k, then you wanna rig one up for yourself that basically does the same thing. You wanna open an account For an IRA or a Roth IRA, and then automatically have money pulled out of your checking account every time you get paid and moved over to the portfolio that you've set up at the IRA or at the Roth IRA at that brokerage firm so that it just keeps going in. And you can do the same thing for health savings accounts, 529 college savings accounts, regular emergency funds. You can even set up accounts for your very specific goals, like a down payment for a home or this great vacation that you want to go on. And because the money is moving automatically, you don't have to make a good decision every time you want it to happen. It just happens.
0: So is there a magical rule of thumb, I mean, a a certain percentage that you should be putting away?
1: Yeah. 15% for for your long-term goals. If you can save 15% for retirement, basically for most of your working life, and it takes us a little bit of time in our 20s often to get started. But if you can nudge your contributions up to the point where they hit that 15%, and that can include any matching dollars that you get from your employer, then you've got a good shot that your retirement nest egg will last you 30 years at the other end of your working life.
0: Now, what if you need to pull money out of the 401k? I mean, there are penalties with that, right?
1: Well, not necessarily. So you can borrow from your 401k and borrowing is better than pulling money out. You're right, if you pull money out, before you are 59 and a half, you're gonna get hit with a 10% penalty and worse than the 10% penalty, you're gonna have to pay income taxes on that money. But if you can access the money from other places, you should look at those other places first, right? This is why we gotta keep our credit score up and why automation can really help with that. You
0: know, you mentioned 529 accounts and those are fabulous. I mean, they are they, they are just amazing. And so I set that up for my son. And so when he finally went to USC, which was like, oh, thank goodness, because that's like big bucks, right? Uh, but I thought this was interesting. So now he's going to law school and he actually got a scholarship for law school. And then we can take that money out of his 529 account, which I was like, wow, I didn't even know that you could do anything like that.
1: Yeah, you can. And there are new rules. And that's if you if you have that coverage by a scholarship. But if you don't have that coverage by a scholarship and you have money in a 529 account for somebody who decides that they don't want to go to college, now you have the ability to roll up to $35,000 of that money into a Roth IRA. Um, so you don't have to worry about moving it out of the out of the plan or paying any sort of penalties
0: now this is great uh but speaking of money we just have to make a few bucks ourselves right here we're going to play a few commercials and next i want to dig deep into how and even if it's possible to time the market and how to build a diversified portfolio and of course we have all of your phone calls that you don't want to miss and then we have that shakedown right The search engine comparison, Google versus start page versus DuckDuckGo versus bank. I seem to get this question so often in my inbox. I mean, I wanna get rid of Google, but I'm trying to figure out how I can still get what I wanna find on the internet without Google tracking every single thing that I type in. So maybe you've heard the ads for DuckDuckGo and maybe you've actually tried Bing. Yes, Bing is back because of artificial intelligence. And then of course, there's StartPage. So you don't wanna miss that. And also later on, if you're trying to dabble into AI designs, I have a wonderful site you're gonna wanna check out. So we got that coming up and a whole bunch more. So stay right where you are with the Kim Commando Show. Now, if you're just tuning in, we've been having this great conversation with Jean Chesky. Now, she's the CEO of HerMoney.com and the host of HerMoney podcast, which I had the opportunity to go on and we talked about scams and how you should really handle your financial life online. So Jean, let's keep this conversation going. Uh, You
1: see mutual funds that have a date in the title, things like the 2040 fund or the 2050 fund, those are target date funds. And they're managed to be, uh, they're managed to take the appropriate amount of risk for a person who wants to retire at that date or around that date. And as you close in on retirement or get closer to any goal, you need to take less risk with your investments. So simply by putting your money into a target date fund, you are staying. Um, you are using automation to keep you in balance. Um, you can do the same thing in in a lot of ways by buying what we call a balanced fund, which is going to be sixty percent stocks and forty percent bonds. They'll just adhere to that. That is the um, that's the mix that pension fund managers have used. Uh, For years and and all of these things just sort of keep us honest, because otherwise, if you pick your portfolio yourself, whether it's a portfolio of funds or a portfolio of individual stocks, it's up to you to do what we call rebalance to go back in once a year and essentially bring your mix back in line. And if you don't do that, and a lot of people have very good intentions, but they just don't do it, mm-hmm. then you can get out of whack, and you can find yourself either taking way too much risk or way too little risk.
0: You know, I hear from from folks who always ask me, like, should they be buying Twitter, Tesla stock, uh, SpaceX, or whatever it is, Open AI, Microsoft, and you know these these big, and then they they plow their money into their into whatever that tech company is. And then, of course, like in case of Tesla, it goes down, it goes back up, it goes down, it goes back up. It's very cyclical. It's, it's, it's hard to really, I, I, unless you're doing this and you're really good at it, it it's, it's incredibly difficult to time the market, right? You, you can't time the market.
1: You really can't time the market. I'm a believer that even people who believe that they can time the market are just telling you that they got lucky at one time or another. No, you should be buying throughout your life. You should be investing all the time. And what that means is that you buy the market at highs and you buy the market at lows. And when you're buying things after they've gone down, just think about Getting a great company or a great fund on sale because that's essentially what you're doing. And it and historically we know that over time the markets have trended up, um, and so that's that's the best way to do it. And I agree with you. I think for for most of us, um, a diversified portfolio where you've got your money either in a target date fund or in a couple of inexpensive index funds that really cover all your bases, make sure that you're invested very broadly in stocks and in bonds are the right way to go for most people. But I also know that a lot of people, a lot of women in particular lately, are interested in knowing more about the Mm -hmm. individual stocks, knowing more about how to, how would I go about buying Tesla if I wanted to buy Tesla or evaluating Tesla to see if it's a good time to even think about buying a couple shares of Tesla to supplement what I've got going on in retirement. And so my friend, Karen Feinerman, who is, um, she's a a CNBC panelist on Fast Money and she's a professional investor. She and I started a program, it's called Investing Fix. Um, We spell it with two X's and we teach, we're teaching women how to pick stocks. Um, every other monday night on zoom it's a it's a we teach it like a class it's a subscription program but if you want to try it out the first month is free and just go to investingfix.com and you'll find all the information
0: yeah that's a that's a great idea um just one one final question when we start talking about all money and automate and and manage it are there particular tools that you recommend? I mean, I know that folks, if they have things in a Fidelity account and you can go online, you can see your pretty pie charts. And, but is, is there is there a specific tool that, that you say, wow, like if this is something that you want to do, like you definitely need to check this out?
1: I actually think that the tools at the Fidelities of the world are the best ones to use okay. because those are where your money is going. Right. If you have whether you if you've got your 401k with Fidelity, you'll use Fidelity. If you've got your 401k with Vanguard, you'll use that or Schwab, you'll use that wherever you wherever your work based plan or your IRA is is held. Use their tools, get to know their tools. They all basically do the same thing. Um, but by familiarizing yourself with the tools where you actually have your money, um, you get the full picture all at one time.
0: Well, Jean, thanks for being here. Appreciate you thanks, sharing Kim. all your words of wisdom. And um, and yeah, we're going to just automate everything. So this way we save. We don't spend, especially when we're drinking exactly. on Amazon. Bad ideas. OK, <laughs> great.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: All right. There are all these different search sites. You have Google, you have Startpage, DuckDuckGo versus Bing. Of course, let's just go over your options. Google, yeah, it's the most popular, it's the biggest. Do you have any estimate as far as what do you think the market share that Google has in the search engine? Any idea? It's it's not quite 99%, it's 93%. Uh, DuckDuckGo, they say that they, they do 98 million daily searches. A start page, they call themselves the world's most private search engine. And then, of course, there's Bing. I never thought I'd be throwing Bing into the mix, but you have to because of their AI capabilities now. So how do they measure up? So we did some research, just a simple search for ice cream in Phoenix. And so we did it at Google. Of course, they had local options, rating price, hours of operation. That was handy. And then they had best of lists. For DuckDuckGo, it started out with a map, and this is actually more streamlined than Google's version. With start page, ice cream Phoenix, it probably had the best results, but it didn't have any maps or any extras. It just gives you the facts. And for Bing, well, it starts with a bunch of local ice cream shop listings across the top, so you can see, and then it shows you the 10 best ice cream and frozen yogurt shops in Phoenix. So you can see that when you start doing these searches, that it becomes a a different result when you go from site to site. So here are some things that you want to keep in mind. Google, it offers incognito mode. It has detailed settings. It does track everything that you do. DuckDuckGo, it tracks every email you type, everywhere you've been, uh, everything that you search, even incognito mode. And when you're using incognito mode, it doesn't store cookies or anything like that. It doesn't hide your IP address when you browse either, by the way. Uh, With Startpage, uh, it has... Uh, it, it really has everything that you need. It doesn't lock your personal information It hides your IP address, and it also encrypts everything. And with Bing, of course, you're going to see the ads, and it does have some streamlined results. So let me tell you my personal preference. I like to use Startpage. Okay? Startpage actually buys the results from Google, but you get this nice, clean interface, this nice, clean page. DuckDuckGo doesn't always give me the results back that I want. And I'm not sure why. Maybe it's in their algorithms. So if you're looking for what I would consider the safest search site to use that doesn't track you, that's where you want to look at StartPage.com. Now, we have links to the research that we did, uh, more information in case you want to check it out, and just head over to Commando.com. And there at the top of the page, there's that big old button that says Show Picks. Once again, Commando.com, Show Picks. All right, still to come, we have more of your phone calls. And if you've ever wanted to dabble in artificial intelligence and art, because you know it's being written about every single day on every single site is AI. Uh, I have a really wonderful site that you're gonna wanna check out and it's absolutely free and it's really super easy to use. So stay right where you are. All right, a couple of things I want to just pass along that if you're not getting our podcast, you're really missing out. Every single day, we have Kim Commando today. It's about 30, 35, 40 minutes, somewhere in that time frame. And this way, you can stay up to date on what's going on. And it's the show, it's the calls. And then we do a special Kim Commando today every Friday with Allie and Matt. And sometimes Jeremy even comes on, like he did this past week, to talk about Pig butchering, yeah, it's, it's a thing in the online world. Pig butchering and what's going on with online dating. And it's not just Kim Commando today. We also have the Daily Tech Update. And what I love about the Daily Tech Update is that every single day you get two minutes. You get one news story and you get one tip. And so I started thinking about like, why would people want just a two-minute podcast? Well, you know what it's really great for? Okay. Let's say you get up in the morning and of course you're going to brush your teeth right? Everybody brushes their teeth. And so when you're brushing your teeth in the morning, what you do is just turn on the daily tech update. And then you got two minutes. And while you're brushing your teeth, you're learning some great stuff. You're not sitting there looking at some YouTube video or anything like that. You're actually empowering your brain, which is what we want. So make sure that you get the daily tech update and Kim Commando today, wherever you get your podcast, just search for my last name, Commando with a K, of course, Uh, Dave in Pittsburgh. Glad to have you with us.
2: Hello, Kim. Greetings from the (laughs) Berg.
0: The Berg. I love that. Thank you. So what's going on?
2: Well, you've been a lot of help to me over the years in so many ways, and I'm I'm hoping today you can help me with my brother's health issue. Okay. He's got AFib uh, in addition to memory loss, and, you know, that really messes with your heart rate. And now he's on a new medication that might reduce it, and I'm looking for something to monitor his heart rate and alert him if it goes awry.
0: Okay. Uh, what kind of phone and how tech-savvy do you think he is?
2: He has an iPhone 12 mini, and he's not that tech-savvy, but his wife is, and so am I.
0: Okay. Um, Do you think an Apple Watch would be good or no?
2: I have one, and I think it would be. I have the SE model. Mm -hmm. I guess there's more advanced ones.
0: Um, Yeah, there is. Uh, You know, the Apple Watch Series 8 is the latest and greatest, and it does all kinds of things now. It's just an amazing, really just an amazing gadget, isn't it? What do you like the most about it?
2: I like the fact that it'll keep track of an irregular heartbeat. And if I fall, it'll call the police.
0: Which is so nice. Now, the downside is, of course, is the battery life, right?
2: Right. I want to get him a stand for next to his bed for whatever he gets.
0: Yeah, that's always a good idea. They have these, they have these, um, I call them triple play stands now. I just got one for my husband and they sell them at Costco. They're like, I don't know, Belkin, it's a Belkin brand, but I bought his at Costco for about $110. But instead of having three different chargers, it's a a three in one. So you can put his iPhone, his watch, and also his AirPods right on one charger. So it's kind of sweet and it all works. Um, the Apple watch is definitely th- without hands down the best, uh, wearable for somebody, I think with a heart condition. I mean, you can get the Cardio, you can put the Cardio app on that as well, uh, which is also pretty darn good, but the downside is the 18 hour limitation. So if his wife is around to help him to remember to, to, uh, actually charge this thing up, it's great, right? Uh, because it will give him the alerts that he needs to know that something's going on. And also he can set it up so that if something is going wrong, that his wife could be notified too. Now, if for some reason that this doesn't work out for him, and maybe, you know, you might want to loan him your watch for just a day to see how he deals with it. Uh, is that Fitbit has something called the Fitbit Luxe, L-U-X-E, uh, fitness and wellness tracker. And it does everything that you might expect. Sleep tracking, 24-7 heart rate, stress management, all that other good stuff. Uh, But it also allows you to do the heart rate notifications that you're looking for. But the battery life on the Fitbit is five days. So that's why I like to tell people about both. So if you have somebody who's not going to remember to actually charge up the Apple Watch, uh, then that's where you want to look at something like a Fitbit. Again, it's the Fitbit Lux Fitness is the wellness tracker. But... I'll tell you, the Apple Watch, it seems like every single day I'm reading some story about somebody's life being saved by an Apple Watch. And if you are listening, uh, whether it's you or somebody you love, that they have heart issues, that, you know, get them an Apple Watch. The other thing, too, what's nice is that you can do your own ECG on that thing. It's not quite an EKG, but it's ECG. And that's really fabulous so that if you think that something may be going on with that little ticker is that you can kind of have an idea where you can do these uh, various uh, reports on yourself, on your watch. And then when you do get to see your cardiologist is that you can kind of open up your phone and you can see everything that's going on. But it's a uh, really, really phenomenal tech. Take a look at the series eight, Dave. That's uh, that's the one that I got my husband and it's uh, it's pretty darn good. Hey, just a couple of things before we wrap up for this week. Now, here's the thing about artificial intelligence and getting creative is that you don't have to be a wizard anymore and you don't need all these expensive computer programs in order to make world-class graphics. Now, here's the deal. If you have the latest Microsoft Edge browser, all you need is just this spark of inspiration and a keyboard. And guess what? It's not gonna cost you a dime because Microsoft has been putting loads of AI features into its Edge browser, uh, like ChatGPT Power, Bing, or Compose, which actually transforms your ideas into Word docs. You should try that. But there's one feature that you might not know about. It's called Microsoft Designer, and it can totally transform your ideas into images. Now, all you have to do is head over to designer.microsoft.com and just put any idea, like I did Kim Commando meme, and it came out with some really great ones. You could do like Facebook ad for my bakery, and out comes an ad. And from there, you can tweak it, you can get a specific aesthetic or style. And in case you wanna try it again, it's absolutely free at designer.microsoft.com. That's designer.microsoft.com. Hey, thanks for joining us. Be sure to tell three friends about the Kim Commando Show and the Kim Commando Today podcast because everyone needs more tech smarts, right? And knowledge is power. You can find me over at commando.com.
2: This program is a copyrighted production of Westar Multimedia Entertainment and protected by the copyright laws. Any rebroadcast or use of this program for commercial, business, economic, or financial purposes without the written permission of Westar Multimedia Entertainment is strictly prohibited.